Sisters, sisters, there were never such devoted sisters. You still can't get the words right. Come on. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Better late than never. We're going to get it. We, we did it. We're in the same week. Yeah. We're in the same week. Yeah. It just it just happens that way sometimes. I know. School. Yeah. Yeah. Life. Totes. Yeah. All the things. Yeah. And we don't have school tomorrow, which means absolutely nothing. <laughs> Right? <laughs> right? I mean, it just means that there's nothing to keep them out of our hair at all. Not a thing. But it means that I don't have to homeschool, so actually, I, I it still does like, mean something. I still like sleeping until 8 every day. Thank it's just Lord. a treat. Find the positive, y'all. Yeah. And this two-day two day a week schedule is really going to ease us back in, I oh, think, yeah. to I think like so too. the actual reality of what we used to do with our lives, which is get up at 645. Ew. And rush around and Gross. scream at everybody and get them in the car and, you know, but then also have hours and hours and upon hours upon hours alone. Gross. Alone? Hey, that sounds like heaven. I'm having a little hot tea, so excuse the slurp. You're also wearing your wub. I'm wearing my wubby. My fur vest She's is my wub. She has this fur vest, y'all, and <laughs> she has had it for what? 15 years? No, 20. maybe five. I got it at Krabby Chic, half price. And it listen, it's great. We all used to borrow it before it looked like a dead animal. Andrea and actually stole it for Yeah, a we've days. all worn it. I mean, you know, Does but it look now. Like a dead animal? But now, I mean, it's old. What are you talking about? It's been around for a really long time. It's so she wears it. It's like her whoopee. That's what we call it from, uh, from Mr. Mom. Uh, Mr. Mom, yeah. I mean, it is south to drop off, north to pick up, asshole. Well, I will tell you this. <laughs> That's that the best movie. I always pack my whoop. When I go to places, and sometimes one time I forgot my wub, and I needed the wub. Yeah, it's like, it's like my like lovey. It's like my lovey. Well, now you have the new the the new hug from Heather. Oh, I have the new hug and shawl. You should, you should just replace it, and maybe we should burn the the wub. Nope. Okay. I feel like it has like spit up on it. Maybe a little no. like breast milk. No, I don't know. This like, isn't when I that look old. at it, I just feel like it's like it isn't that old. But I feel like you're gonna do something to me like a parent. That, like I'll suddenly like I'll lose it. Yeah, and it yeah. won't be anywhere to be found, and you've taken it. <laughs> And, and you can't buy it like the lovey that you lose and then the kid's freaking out and can't sleep for two weeks right. and you're like I they stopped making the lovey and you can't find the extra lovey and then you learn from that and you buy five loveys the next time in case they lose the one and everyone doesn't lose their freaking mind it's like the passy fairy yeah you're gonna have to give me a gift that actually worked like a charm yeah. okay for me the passy fairy y'all if you have kids that are still in the passy zone or aren't yet um and then they become a passy person I mean, Which is okay. Kids, Don't try to be a hard ass. My kids love that damn passy more than life itself. Oh, Grady okay. called it a tassy. Oh, pass. And they loved it. They loved it. But then Ella's teeth started getting, you know, janked up. And I was like, all right. Nothing okay. wrong with that, Tracy. Okay. Janked up teeth, is not, there's nothing wrong with that. Listen, Allison. Give your personality. Where's your Invisalign? Um, on the way. So we, I heard about this passy fairy thing. So we gathered up all the passies because we had gotten to the point too where you lose the passy, everyone freaks out. So then we had 50 passies and then she had to have 50 passies to go to bed, mm-hmm. not just the one. So we had to find all five passies and then they were all around her. And one time, you remember that picture where she had like five passies in her mouth at one time? Now she's crazy. 12. And now she's a tweed. I just looked at her last night and I was like, so old. You were just, how did you get so old? I mean, you were just a baby. Like, how did this happen? I mean, I don't, did I enjoy it enough? Yes, you did. Remember, we promised each other. We would tell each other that. (laughs) Hey, guys. But anyways, back real quick. Let me finish up. So you take all the passies and you put them in a little brown bag. I had a little brown lunch bag. Leave them in the middle of the floor. 
And it's like the tooth fairy. And you say, the Passy fairy is going to come get your passies tonight. And you're going to be such a big girl in the morning. This is so exciting. And it's, the Passy fairy is going to bring you a big present. And, and she's going to take your passies and she's going to bring them to the other little babies that need them because you don't need them anymore because you're a big girl or a big boy. And we did it with Oliver too. And then they left Ella like a tent, like some cheap little tent. I bought it like a secondhand store Dora. or something. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Dora tent. Prince, no, it was like a princess tent. Um, oh, yeah. Just something fun, you know, maybe a dollhouse. I don't know, just a cool little present. And then, you know, there's no more passies. And then when they ask for them, you're like, I don't have them. I mean, they're all gone. Sometimes you want they're just all gone. them to have them. No, I, I remember Oliver, somebody ragged on me in the middle of McDonald's on that road trip one time because they were like, he is too old for that. I let him have them for a very long time. You let Oliver have them longer than Ella. Because I wanted him to zip it.com. Zip it. www.zipit.com.org. Yeah. And so I, I, I wanted to plug it up. You wanted to longer take his uh, cat him. New York cabbie voice from bossing you around. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. Put that passy in. Shut it. Um, so, yeah. But it worked. Worked like a charm. Well, that's your first installment of what we're about to give you today. Warren tips. Uh-huh. Passy tips. Baby tips. Um, I'm Allie Luckadoo. Oh, Tracy Meyer. And this is the Welcome to the Fam podcast. And our goal in life today is to is give you a mental break. To make, make you, laugh. you laugh, but also show you we're here for you and that you're not alone. You're not alone. If you're thinking you're alone, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's the risk you run when you're too private. Mm-hmm. It's the risk you run. And you know, you guys can use us for like, I have a friend and she doesn't have any sisters and she was, she Marco pulled up our, on our little college girl, uh, Marco, and was like, I just bought these new shoes. Are they ridiculous or not? You know, I don't have any sisters. I need this. And we all commented back and she was like, I don't know why I said I didn't have any sisters. I certainly do have sisters and you guys are my sisters. And you know, that that's what we're here for guys. So if you need to send us a pic, if you have some boxy shoes that you're not too sure about. What'd you tell, what was or, the verdict? I liked them, but, uh, <laughs> but Jamie was like, mm, they look really new and so I don't know if I would be comfortable wearing them because they just look so new and I like more worn in things um and I just said you know you were kind of clomping around in them and you have little legs and so I can see how you would think that they might not look good but they actually do look good and I think they make you look like a cool mom well when watching uh Riley's graduation which by the way was fun and smart and I hope forever now graduations are on zoom nobody wants to go to those who wants to sit through that nobody wants to fly there to go to those I would like them all on zoom because they're just really long we watched on the way home on the car trip and it was amazing it was amazing and but I will say quite a few gals had those boxy, clunky shoes on. Yeah, it's the thing. It's hip. I, I just... Mrs. Hip. Oh. It I remember when I, when my friends, I was trying to get some, like, shoes. Because I, I, I don't really care about fashion really that much. I mean, I like to look good. I, I'm really good with dresses, things like that. Mm-hmm. She was like, you know what you need is you need a really chunky heel. And I was like, I don't like anything with the word chunky in it. Yeah, that's disgusting. And I don't want to feel chunky. No, I don't want to, nobody wants when to I, feel chunky. When I put on those shoes, I don't want to say, I like this chunky heel. I don't like when people say, you need a nice chunky bracelet. Yeah. You, you should wear like a chunky necklace with it. Chunky. And that'll make you look hip. Chunky. Chunk, I mean. Chunky. I, I, don't, I don't want like anything it. to do with <gasps> anything chunky. No. That's disgusting. Speaking of chunk, truffle shuffle, um... Our nephew Baker is getting chunky, which is awesome. He is getting chunky. He's ch- I, I was so like, do the truffle shuffle. So am I. No, but guess who's not getting chunky? Me. Andrea. Me. Oh. You know why? Thought you just said you were getting chunky. No. Two seconds. I was just kidding. But I was going to say, I took a seven-day break from alcohol. I bet you just feel so much less puffy. I am... When I say a layer of blubber yeah. has been released from my stomach. Toxins. Um, It's so true. Yeah. 
Totally. Um, Joe, when he used to drink, I was looking at all these pictures because it was just our anniversary, you know, yeah. our 15th anniversary. And Happy Annie Tracy. Made it by the hair of our chinny chin chin. Um, and I was looking at pictures of him and his face was so huge. And like he wasn't, it's not that he was really that, that like overweight, but it was like. Bloated. I, I don't, yeah. And, I, and he didn't really ever drink all Trunky. that much. Trunky. Um, but <laughs> he. Um, now that he doesn't drink, I mean, you know, and men just get, like, better looking at the older they get. So now he's, like, morphing into this, like, Kevin Costner Sometimes. deal. I heard Kevin Costner was such a dick. Oh, my God. Really? I Allison. stumbled upon an article the other night, and he's a philanderer. Ew. It's disgusting. You know, he, I, you know I had it in my notes, like, Dances with months. wolves. More like dances with a bunch of ladies dances that aren't his wife. Dances with wolves. Dances with whores. Dances with whores. Um, People not his wife. Well, I did not know that, but um, I did have it in my notes like 10 months ago, and I just like never talked about it, that he just got remarried. Of course he did. To some like 20-year-old. And he's going to cheat on her too. Of course. Oh, geez. Oh, yeah. I'm angry about it. Well, don't all those Hollywood dudes, I mean, don't they all, aren't they all like that? It's like, why do they even get married? Come on, guys. You can't handle it. You know who's not like that? Not going to be able to handle it. Cameron Diaz and Julia Roberts. Cameron Diaz. You mean with Benji? Uh, yeah, her and a marriage with She's Bish. like, peace out, Hollywood. You know, I'm, she just had a baby. I mean, she didn't have it. She surrogated. Yeah, but she... Is that I a mean, word? Yeah. She surrogate. she had it. She had a baby via surrogate. Yes. I'm so happy for them. I know. Did you hear about Chrissy Teigen? She lost one. She lost it. The biggest it club so no one wants to be a part sad. of. It was so sad, Allison. And she had to, you know, I mean, it was, she was pretty far along. I mean, I think she was six oh, or seven really? months. She had to give birth. And, <gasps> oh, dear. And she posted um, oh. a lot of stuff on Instagram, you know, just throughout her entire pregnancy. And she had said that, she, you know, her placenta wasn't very good. She was put on bed rest was that just three last or four week. for them? Four? Three. It oh. was three. And it was a son, I believe. Um, and Or no, I don't remember. But, um... Anyway, she has a boy and a girl, and this was her third child, and she had been put on bed rest last week, and she said she kept saying she was just, like, bleeding all over the place, like, clots all over the place, and she was very Uh detailed about it, Uh and I was like, oh. Did you just say clots? I did, and she said it a lot. Um, But she, so since she, like, shared so much or whatever, then she shared a picture of when uh, the, the fact that she lost the baby and they were holding the baby, her and oh, no. sweet John Legend. Oh, no. And then her mom, who, like, lives with them, you know? Yes. She, like, posted um, a pic- a video, and she was bawling, crying when she was, beat, um, you it's know, really she emotional. got to hold the baby and see the baby for a minute. And, um, you know, and, and then some people were mom-shaming. Chrissy Teigen, for sharing those pictures. Oh? Because they were saying that it was like, I don't know, morbid, inappropriate, I don't know what. And then all these people, including Kate Beckinsale, came to her defense and said, I lost a baby at 20 months. I was, I had to give birth to it. And I mean, 20 weeks. Weeks. And I had had to give birth. I had kept my privacy, my pregnancy really private. So no, no one knew about it. But, um, I, I thank Chrissy Teigen so much for like coming out and you know just being open about something that is that you that women tend to be shameful about and hide and blame themselves for and that she was just bringing such awareness to something that is so common and happens and is just so traumatic and so then she came out with her story and then she was also kind of lambasting the, the people that were given Chrissy you know the shaming her just being nasty about it well just being I- nasty. I don't want to, to switch gears, it. but I do, but I don't, but I do, into something else that I heard recently that was about shaming, which is about, I don't know if you've seen it, guys. It's number one on Netflix. It is the, um, dropped on September 30th. It's the 
Chris Pratt. Murder. No, it is not Chris Pratt. No, Why Chris do you Watts. keep saying that? Chris Watts. I'm sorry. I'm it sorry. Sorry, Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. It's not you. Jeez. It's not you, Chris Pratt. You didn't murder anyone. Chris it's called Watts. American Murder on Netflix. It's called American Murder, The Family Next Door. And I watched it. I watched it last night. And I could not tear my eyes away. I, I don't, I'm not going to spoil anything, but it's well, surely in the you guys have heard about it. This this man, this man with no feelings, let's call him a sociopath. Um, but he, he seemed so normal. Didn't he, though? He seemed totally sweet and normal and like the greatest husband and dad ever. This? And he was, he was handsome and cute. He started getting in shape, started getting fit. That's the first... Uh, First sign of a, an affair that's coming on, guys. Yeah. Check mm-hmm. yourself before you wreck yourself, and mm-hmm. I mean it. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, what ended up happening is, so she had two beautiful little girls, and she was pregnant with a boy. And, and this guy. Boy. He wanted a boy so bad. This guy starts buffing his girlfriend at work and thinking he needs to find, you know, the old midlife crisis. Mm-hmm. Get to know it if you don't know it. She wasn't even that great, the, the girlfriend. It's not like she was this hot thing. It They're was like never she looked exactly great. like the wife. They're, kind of. They're never that great, Tracy. Uh, yeah. And anybody who sleeps with a married man is I'm a, I'm a immoral. For, I'm going to pray for him. Yeah. Because oh, that's a good way to put it, Allison. I mean. That's a good way to put it. Um, but if you ever check out the spirit, the Jezebel in the Bible, the Jezebel was eaten by dogs. Anyway. Whoa. Mo- moving on. hey uh, But, uh... So what had happened? What had happened? She was in a direct sales company, so she did a lot of live videos. She was always on her phone, always on the live, always on live. And people, after she was murdered, started shaming her. Mm-mm. Started well, if she wasn't such a B, then da 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 da. It's like, uh, why was she? Uh, I watched the entire thing. I never saw her be a B once. She was simply not at all. I don't know what you're talking about. You guys, Tracy said last night when I was talking to her about it before she watched it, I said, I was telling her about how they called her a bee. And I was like, you know, she she was like, uh, you know, uh, aggressive. Would you say she's aggressive? No, not at all. And Tracy goes, like, you mean she's a bitch like me? I didn't say bitch. I, <laughs> I said, think you did. I said, like me. Uh, and I was like, I don't And then you were like, I mean, and I go, like me. And, and she was like, mm, I mean. I guess. Straightforward? Uh, Straightforward? Speaks her mind? But I watched the entire thing, and I was like, what do you mean? I was like, what do you mean she was like that? And you were like, well, she was just like, you know, like he was in the Santa suit, and she was like, where's your phone? And I was like, well, that's because she thought he was having an affair. No, 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 she was. And actually, she only wanted the phone because she was trying to take pictures of the kids because she was on her phone videoing. So where do you get off saying that? I wasn't saying that that about the affair. I was like, here he was dressed as the Santa. I'm not giving him any excuses. She wasn't giving him any grief. She said, where's your phone? And he said, it's out in the garage. And then she said something else about the kids coming in. And then she said, where's your phone again? And he said, it's out in the garage on top of the car. And she's like, okay. And she's like, hang on, guys. I got to go get it because I want to take pictures while I'm videoing of the kids seeing him as the Santa. I know. So I didn't know where you, where you interpreted that that was her being, like, aggressive. I don't know. At Y'all all. watch it and you tell me if you... But anyway... She wasn't at all. And, and I'm not fact, saying... She, like I said, I'm not saying she just... I'm just saying other people were trying to shame her. Yeah, Because weird. she was more of a... Probably had a little bit more control of the relationship and was kind of bossy. No, she wasn't, though. The entire show, she was like... Honey, I love you so much. What's happening? You haven't been yourself. You haven't called me all day. Like, I love you so much. She left him that letter. I know. She's like, it's, I love no, it's you. Terrible. I want that. I want us to be close again. I love you so much. It's terrible. I mean, and he was gone. She wasn't bossy at all. She didn't do a single thing. No. I mean, she just kept saying, "I love you. What can I do? What can I do?" And then she was texting her friend and saying, "He's not touching me. He's not. I he hasn't know. called me while I've been at home. Like all these things." 
But no, I, I completely disagree. I don't think that she did one single thing. I, I'm oh. not, hey, excuse me. I'm not. <laughs> but you were saying she was being no, bossy and aggressive. I was saying that I could see where she was in control of that relationship. I, I was not saying that she deserved this or that she, yeah. does that make it, I'm not saying that, but I, yeah. I noticed some things like I just thought were, you know. Right. I don't know. I thought he looked like he was like. In those situations, like trying, and it was like not good enough or something. He was never trying. He had an affair, and then he just refused to touch his wife and was not calling her back. And it was really only happened over those six, six weeks. weeks. He went home yeah. to see his parents and her parents. Guys are dicks. And then she got in a fight with his parents. Would never tell him the whole story. But anyway, watch it. Um, and she felt bad about that. She was like, okay, is that is that what it was? I'm right. sorry. Right. We'll make no, this I know. Right. I just, a letter. Totally. I saw her trying to fix it. I'm just I saying, mean, I'm not giving anyone. I just said like that. He was always responding and was like, um, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I love you too. And that's why I was like so out of the blue that he did that. Yes. It was so shocking because. He snapped. He never was like. Like, whenever she would say something to him, he'd be like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. We'll totally fix it when you get back. I love you so much. I'll be there next week. Da, right. da, 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 da. Like, there was really no inkling. I mean, there was no, like, big trigger. Like, other than his affair. Right. Um, But there was nothing to lead you to believe that any of this would ever happen. Right. I don't think she thought that would ever happen. I mean, she kept saying he's the best thing that's ever happened to me. He snapped because he was under the guise of this Jezebel. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. Truth. 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 And I just know. So I just want to clear it up. Yeah. I do not think that no. she was bossy or a bitch. Right. I think no. that she was totally right in the right. Yeah. But I, was, I wasn't there. But I from was the show, I didn't. Looking get that at the dynamics is what I was saying. The dynamics of the like relationship. Why he would have done that or something? Yeah. It's just crazy. No, he just did it because he's a dirty dog loser. Okay. <sighs> so dirty dog. Dirty dog loser. Dirty dog. Um, so anyway, yeah, it, watch it guys. American murder, murder tips. Um, it was good. It was good. It was a good one. And it was really, it was really odd how they did it. You know, it was like all through the texts. Oh yeah. Can you imagine if somebody like read all your texts? Like, I hope somebody reads oh, all my, my texts. <laughs> I hope Why? somebody what reads you, all my texts. Why? What are your texts? Because say? my texts are good and they're awesome and they're truthful and they're loving. No, but they're, they're reading sweet. her texts to her friend. I don't care. And I was like, oh, this is All my texts to my friends are that way too. This is embarrassing. She was like, I just want some sex. You know, like oh, those texts. And I was like, so embarrassed for her. <laughs> Probably like, won't find that on oh. my phone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's like so horny. And that Who is the most the word disgusting horny? word in the universe. Who uses the word horny? I'll take moist over horny any day. <laughs> Okay. I'm so horny. Gross. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I am so horny. <laughs> Again, how are we laughing about I this? I cannot this even terrible. imagine saying that. No. Ever. No. I mean, not ever. It's never actually come out of my mouth. Never. Never. Come out of my mouth. <laughs> God, it hasn't come out of your mouth. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Switching gears. Sex um, tips. Sex tips. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this. Since we're speaking about marriage, and since we're speaking about trauma. How are you doing, Allison? I'm doing okay. And I want everybody to just, I want to thank you. I've gotten so many nice messages. I have. People have been reaching out and saying that they're praying for my family and that they appreciate me sharing. And as you guys know, yeah, this is, this is. The worst thing I could ever imagine going through. Um, I'm doing my best to just to be a good mom and protect my children, but also to be an ambassador for Christ and forgive like Jesus forgives and 
and try to lead my husband, who I feel is lost, um, back to him. And sometimes I have to do a lot of trusting more than controlling. But people ask me, they're like, how do you do it? You know, you've, you've gone through so much this year. How are you okay? You know, how are you, you know, doing life? And guess what, guys? I don't have a choice. Yeah. I don't have a choice. And what we do is when you're going through something, whatever it is, I've had a recent friend diagnosed with one of her babies inside her womb is, you know, is got a, uh, you know, a deformity. And, you know, there are so many things in our life that you might be facing that we have just no control over. Mm -hmm. And so what we have to do is, number one, pray. Number two, just do the best you can that day and take it one day at a time. But when it comes down to it, if you've got kids... You don't have a choice on whether or not you're okay. Mm-hmm. And you got to get up and you got to do the best you can and think positively and trust that you're going to be all right. And And I get that trust through God and mm-hmm. through my Bible and my devotionals and my friends who are with me. And I, I have had to surround myself with people who can hope with me and love with me and pray with me. And um, But sometimes, guys, we just have to... Do, you know, just like Andrea shows us, it, with you, your Delta hand... And you got to play your best. You got to play it with all your might. You might have to bluff a little. <laughs> I've heard a lot of people say that, you know, when they have kids diagnosed with cancer or, or they have a child who passes away, you know, and they say, you know, they're like, oh my gosh, how do you do it? You're a hero. You're this or that. And they're like, they're like, no, you would do it too if it was your child. I mean, you, you, you I'm just doing what any of you, anyone would do, you know? Right. It's just like you said. I mean, you just have to do it. And so. I will say this. Um, I've told my friends recently, if I could save one marriage or if I could save, save one heart, um, that I will feel like my <laughs> my life is worth it or this trial has been worth it. Um, but I just, you know, if you are, um, if you and your husband are distant, if you and your husband have, you know, you're, you're losing that connection, you know, we all know if you've been married, we've been married 18 years, you know, the sparks aren't flying like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, an inferno, but you know, I told my husband, you know, my feelings are out of commitment and faith right now. And, um, I believe through anything we can be redeemed, we can reconcile, we can do this. Uh, we both have to want that. But if you are feeling that you're just detached guys, have the conversation. You do not want to be in my shoes right now. If you have any way of trying to work on things, trying to find a place where you can say sorry, or find a place where you can say, let's work on this for, you know, for so many different reasons. Um, well, Allison, you might do have it. saved our relationship, if you recall, remember? Yeah. Because you were going through this, and I remember, like, Joe and I were really on the edge, you know? And I was like, you know, Allison would give anything to to try, and, you know, to save her marriage. And so who am I to just throw mine away, you know, yeah. because I'm not happy right now, you know? Right. Or, like, we're going through a really tough year and neither one of us are particularly happy, you know? Right. Um, and then we had we had just a real, like, serious one-on-one conversation, like I've mentioned in the past episodes, and um, just really worked on things. And we're both just giving it the effort and trying. And, you know, and it's, I always kept saying, it's this, it's this, it's this. And he's like, it can't be the clothes on the floor. You know, it's something else. Like, you're an unhappy person. Oh, you're just the, you're the worst. You're never happy. And I was like, I'm not an angry person, honey. Ask anybody I know. You know, you're making me this way. And it is the clothes on the floor. <laughs> and it is you not helping out around the house. And it is you not touching the dishes or the laundry or the, or, or cooking ever. Or, you know, when I cook, you don't clean up. I mean, you literally do nothing. And so it is that. It is that. 
And well, so, and then he was like, finally got it and was like, okay. And then he told me some things I could work on. And then I also said, like, I'm going to work on it. You know, I'm going to work on my controlling my temper and like, my PMS is usually when it comes all out, you know, I usually right. just kind of, I'm fine with things and I let it roll off until like that one week. So I was like, I'm going to work on that. I'm going to, you know. Well, and it's not anything that's going to change overnight, y'all. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm telling my husband right now. Well, yeah, know? like it, it was good for a while and now it's like backsliding. And so I told him, I was like, I'm going to have to communicate again. And I don't like to have these emotional it's, talks, it's, but you have to. One talk is not going to be what solves it. It's constant communication it's work. Marriage is work. It's it's work, but it's worth it. And it could be a beautiful work. And you know, when you just said about being happy, like that's why I say to people, I just had a conversation with one of my friends because they're like, as long as you're both happy. And I'm like, you know, happy is, is a fleeting feeling. Joy is what you want to have. Mm-hmm. Happiness, I hate that word mm-hmm. because happy can... I am happy if I get a donut in the morning. Like, what? Okay, you know, but or eat a chicken biscuit. But, like, yeah. it's, it's about the joy and what your life is all about. What is your purpose? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's... Um, well, and also, you know, I married somebody. There was one guy that I was desperately in love with, but I knew I couldn't marry him and ended up breaking up with him because, you know, he came from a divorced family, and when we would talk about divorce, you know, I would ask these questions before I got married. Do you want to spank? How are you going to discipline? How many kids do you want to have? Like, you have to have all those conversations. Anyone that gets married without having those conversations is a bonehead starting yeah kind of a bonehead and so you really do have to have all those conversations like do you want your wife to work do you are you okay with you know if I want to be a stay-at-home mom or if I want to uh-huh. you know you have to have all these conversations do you have the same beliefs do you have the same values morals and so and over time those say, can change over time those can change so have that check-in right but he would say well if you're not happy you know there's no reason to stay in a marriage if you're not happy and blah 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 and he, he had been raised in a divorced family so I guess how he could feel that way and I was just always like no 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 like you don't you stick it out because at the time my parents were married for 35 years and they were just sticking it out and that's what you did and my grandparents were together I mean everybody in our family was together at the time except for dad's parents yeah and well his real father had died when he was very young but yeah anyway and so um I you know chose to make the difficult decision and I always am like should I have done that or not but you know, I, Joe, when I asked him that, he was like, absolutely not. There might be years that you're unhappy and you don't quit because his parents are still also together and um, they're in their 70s, you know? So it's just like he had the same thinking about it like I did. Like you just, you don't quit. You don't, yeah, you don't get a divorce because you're not happy. And then there can be years where you're not and then it can come back around. And we found that out like, five, six, seven, eight years ago when we were married for maybe 10 years or something, we were like, you know what? Like, I remember one day just, it like lifted. Yeah, it broke like, like a fever. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that was, that was tough. That's a really long one. Oh my God. <laughs> I like you again. And he was like, oh, I know. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, what if we had quit? Yeah. And it totally did come back around and I was completely shocked. And so then the next time it happened, I knew that. And I was like right. equipped with that. And I was well, like, Okay. But, and then I felt so bad for the people who do quit too early. Now, having said that, you tried and tried and tried and you did feel the disconnect and you tried the alphabet dating and you were trying to get the boxes of the the date activities and you were, I mean, you were working your ass off. Okay, Allison, from the minute you felt a twinge of a disconnect. I did. And so... For you to say, you know, if you're out there, you know, you just need to work on it or this and that, sometimes it's not up to you and somebody takes it out of your hands and 
you did not do, I mean, you know, when you tried I, everything. You were doing everything things. you could have done to save it, but there was no way to because there was another freaking person. You know, it's just, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I'll tell you this, that one of the hardest things I'm going through right now is, you know, that I care so much about my kids. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I've worked so hard. Yeah. To shape them and mold them yeah, and raise them right. And when somebody can come in and take that from you yeah, and you have no control over that and what it's going to do to them, it's, it's a feeling like no other. It's a feeling like no other. And protecting my children is my number one priority. And so I'll step up. Allison, those kids, well, now I'm crying, but those kids are going to be just fine because you are raising them and they are going to be strong and they're going to be empathetic people because they are you and they spend most all of their time with you and you are doing a wonderful job with them and you have shaped them up until, I mean, they're old, they're almost 10 and 12, you know, 10 and 12. So they, their personalities have been formed, their morals have been formed. And you can show them that you're a strong woman who can, you know, fight against adversity and pick yourself up and dust yourself off and still find joy and still find peace and forgiveness and move forward. And, you know, they're going to be just fine, you know. Well, and I'm thankful for, of course, all my friends who have lifted me up. But I've also seen if you're listening and you're a single mama, I've seen you. You know, I see you. And you've shown me this because one thing that helps me is I'm not the first person this has happened to. I'm not the first person that's going through this. My kids aren't the first people to go through this. It's, of course, it's the first time I'm going through it. But I've seen how strong you guys are and um, you're inspired. And I'm inspired by you and I know I can get through it. And, and I, But I'm, I'm here to tell you this too. I am giving up. Until I sign those papers, I am, I am going to hope and pray and... And keep fighting the good fight. And I'm not going to tear down my husband. He's still my husband. I'm still his wife. And I feel like I, I'm i going to do that. I, I, I'm supposed to do that. And well, you're a better woman than I. Um, I will say this, though. One thing I wanted to kind of, I've thought about a lot. Because one thing I've, maybe is a fear of mine, is like, I hate when people, you know, when we talk about fake book or like being fake. Yeah. And I want to say. I hate that too. When In my 18 years of my marriage, I've been with my husband for 20 years. I have absolutely adored my life. I have. For sure. And again, there was no inkling that we are all stunned that this happened to you. Stunned. I mean, people ask me that all the time. Did you think that this would have ever, ever happened? Did you think he, you know, he would have ever done this? No. The answer to that is no. Uh, no, I mean, and he's been around since, you know, y'all were in college for heaven's sakes, you know, I mean, he was Andrea's friend first, Andrea brought him home and introduced y'all. I mean, absolutely not. It was stunning, you know, so it's, it's shocking. Yeah. And so I have just loved my life. I've been so, you know, I've just, I've loved being married. I've loved my husband. I've loved my children. I was under the, you know, and I read a, a article about midlife crisis and I really do think that that's what's happening here. And um, it, it says, you know, here you are and you think your life is, a, your marriage is good and happy. And then all of a sudden you're told it's not. And you're like, excuse me, wait, I'm sorry. What? Uh, we're, we just, I think we were just having a great time. And yeah. And, well, then, time, and then again, and time hop is, time hop is, uh, one of my favorite things. What a brilliant 
app. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you don't have Time Hop, come on. It, well, it, memories on Facebook. It the same shows thing. Yeah. you all of that you've posted over the years, and so it's now it's kind of a blessing and a curse. It's getting brutal, like Andrea. Andrea but I still I see things. Too. I'm like, well, sure, looks like we had a good time. I, I I've always been having fun, but it's because my mental state was fine. I was having fun because I was. I don't rely on other people to make me happy. I make myself happy with what I'm doing and, yes. you know, keeping going and surrounding myself with people. So, um, so I hate what, you know, I, I thought that when people are like, oh, I bet you, you know, who knew they were having such a hard time? It's like, you didn't, I didn't know it. I didn't either. I had no I idea. Mean, you were, you were not let in on the secret yeah. <laughs> that something was going on. And that's why I attribute it to, you know, something else going on. Okay. Because there wasn't, you yeah. know, I really don't think there was. And you were making him coffee every morning, making his little lunch every day and sending him out the door to work with it every single day. Made him dinner, came home from girls' nights. You'd stay out for like one, 45 minutes and be like, I'm going to go home and have dinner with Luck. And I'd be like, oh, loser. Like, just stay out one night. You know, I mean, you took care of him 150,000%, way better wife than I. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. And then not to mention you were carrying your family when he was out of a job for two years and you were making, you know, six-figure income and a total boss babe and putting, you know, building this house for for you both on the water and being an amazing mom and volunteering at school and being the junior league president and volunteering all over the community. I mean... Well, this is where differences happen. This is where, you know, and what we found out is that... I wasn't helping him in the ways he felt like he needed to be helped. Like, he didn't he really didn't care. He didn't communicate that yeah, to but, you. And he knows that. Yeah. And um, so here I was, and I told him, I said, I've just guessed for 20 years that I was helping you. I had no idea. And I also didn't know a lot that he did for us. I mean, he he did a ton for us, and now I'm doing by myself. So, yeah, you know. It anyway, is hard to do it alone. I just, I do thank you guys for all the sweet messages and all the people who've came out, you know, shared with me their struggles. I, I'm loving on you and I'm thankful for your realness too. And, but do please keep praying for us and pray for my husband's heart to open up. And, um, because, but you know, you're doing, speaking of your boys, I know that that upsets you the most. And you know, you're again, you're doing all the right things. You have them in therapy. You're, you know, open with them about what's going on and y'all, I mean, you don't speak badly about their father in front of them. You know, everyone knows that's the most hurtful thing you can do because as much as you hate that guy, you had children with him, you married him. Don't hate him. And you, no, I'm talking about other people um, that feel that way because a lot of people get very angry, especially people that would be in your shoes. And I've only felt called, I've literally only felt called to forgive him. I really truly But people who speak that way in front of their children, I remember our dad saying this because our dad's, um, our our dad's mom what they were divorced or whatever and he would say you know she talks so badly about him all the time and that's my dad you know no I know he's a loser I know he left us when I was two I know he's a piece of crap but he's still my father and that hurts my self-esteem and my you know I don't want to hear that about my dad it's my father you know and so that always resonated with me I remember him saying that so vividly and he said it when we were really young you know it was just like in passing but um, I really think that you've done a great job. I mean, you would never do that, you know. You would never speak of him in front of your kids that way. So they're going to be fine, and they're going to get through this because you're doing everything right, and you are putting them first, and, you know, you're 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 doing it Thanks. the right way, and you're trying to keep it peaceful. And, you know, I mean, and you guys are going to – you're strong. You're stronger than you know, and you can, you can do hard things. This goes for everyone out All there, fam. 
Yes. We can but do I it. did get a message from a sweet Meredith, a fan member, and she said, I just heard your last episode earlier this morning. Allison, I'm so sorry to hear about what you're going through. I'm praying for you and your family. Your bravery and vulnerability to share are just so admirable. Very best wishes to you. Thank you. So I think you're going to help a lot of people out. I'm glad you're talking about this. It's so, so common. It's so, so many but people But it shouldn't be, y'all. This. Marriage is totally under fire right now. If mm-hmm. 2020 has showed us anything, mm-hmm. guys, is where are you in your faith? And um, one thing I will tell you, and Tracy, we can talk about Trump having COVID, but um, oh my gosh. <laughs> one thing I will tell you is I have an amazing, I have a therapist who is awesome. You know, I've told you I love therapy. And I also have a Christian counselor who is fantastic. Her name is Lisa McRae. And we had a prayer session on Monday um, and it was incredible. And we are going to start, I don't know if you, some of you listeners might have done this. We had a mom survival group back when we were, we had little, little babies. And I think most of us just went because we could put our kids in the nursery for two hours and have a cup of hot coffee. But it kind of just was a way for people to just give us real life scenarios, how we can trust ourselves, how we can love ourselves through it. And that's what Lisa and I are going to do moving forward is we're going to have some prayer sessions where I told her yesterday, I just need somebody to pray over me and to say, what you're doing is you know, good, I'm going to keep praying for your strength and for your patience. And so we are going to have a, uh, two prayer sessions a month. We're thinking the 1st and the 15th. If you want an invitation to that, please private message me. Um, you can message me at um, on Facebook or Instagram at Allison Luckadoo. Um, or on Welcome to the Fam, obviously, welcome to the fam at gmail.com. But if you want to be a part of it, we had about 35 of us this past Monday, and it was incredible. It was about 40 minutes. It was not long, but it was, it was a great way, and I got a lot of great feedback that it was a great way to start the week. Um, and I just think right now we just need that support. We need people praying over us right now. So if you're up for it, let me know. Tracy, mm-hmm. Trump, yes. COVID, oh my hospital. Gosh. Chris Christie's got it too. And I'm nervous for him. Everybody's if anybody's going to croak, it. it's that guy. Everybody's got it. Well, I, I do want to say, quarantine. Uh, <laughs> quarantine. What's going to happen when we're out of quarantine? Anybody who, well, then we just make it other things like murder tips. Um, But listen, I get that a lot of people do not like Trump for valid reasons, okay? Um, But I think you really have to look at yourself if you're wishing sickness upon him or anyone in this world um, and know that karma is real. I believe in it. And, um, but also just listen, you know, it's like our mom always said, don't stoop down to their level, you know. Kill them with kindness. Kill them with kindness. Do, do not stoop down to the level. And what I tell my kids on a daily basis, that Oliver says, somebody said this about me, somebody called me a jerk, blah, blah, blah. And I just say, look, you know, when somebody does that, ignore them. But for goodness sakes, do not, because just because someone else is nasty doesn't mean that you are nasty. Doesn't okay? give you permission. The Myers are nice. Okay, so you don't be nasty or say something nasty back to them because they have said something nasty to you, right? Two wrongs don't make a right. So, um, you know, I just think I just think it's awfully um, I want to say hypocritical of people who think that he is such a terrible person for him being unkind, you know, this, that, and the other, you know, um, and then they're running around, you know, wishing him ill and um, well, celebrating told, him having COVID. I just told the boys this. Saying he deserves so it even. I just, just not. I just told the boys this because not I said, a good look, guys. regardless of your thoughts on politics, and my kids know me to not be very political. Um, right. But regardless of your thoughts, 
Because somehow my kids are political. I don't know where they're getting it. I don't know. They're getting it from their friends who are getting it from their parents. And, and the other day, my kids said something about, something real political. And I said, honey, you do not know enough about politics to have an opinion. Okay? You don't. You don't know anything about politics. You are regurgitating what you have heard from one of your friends or one of your friend's parents, and that's not okay in our house. Yeah. You need to be educated on both sides, and you need to have enough information to form an opinion, and you don't. So I don't want to hear that you don't like this person or this person's a terrible guy or whatever because you don't know. Well, so I told them that. I said, regardless of how you feel, I said, our president is our president. Right. And, you know, I, I, I wish we had the days where everyone respected our president, know. you know, back it's in the day. look for the USA. And I, mean, I know. It and makes so us look like a bunch of clowns. Yahoos. Yeah. And so I said to the boys, I said, but I get li- it. We live in a, de- a democracy. This man was voted by whatever, whatever you want to say. He won the most votes. And sometimes you don't get your way in life. And I don't know. Yeah, of course that. But I don't, you know, I don't know how, you know, they, they want to say there's scandals in the voting, whatever. But long story longer, he won the votes and the best way we could figure out, right, right. he's our president. So regardless about what you think, we still need to respect our president because he's our president. We live in a democratic nation that voted him in to well, yeah, same That's team, the rules. Same team, same dream, guys. That's the rules. But, yeah. I mean, I get it. And then, you know, if you don't like his policies and things that he's doing, then everyone must vote and, you know, get out there and change it. Tracy, guess um, what we're doing that we're not but, supposed to do? But my main thing is we're not, we're talking about politics. And religion. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to talk about this, but I, what I was saying is, is that I, I find it hypocritical to people that are wishing him ill will because he is a nasty person because then you're being a nasty person. So it's like, I have to be honest. I have not been We're on Facebook. We're all human beings. I have not been on Facebook since, um, well, first of all, since I started watching The Social Dilemma. And second Ooh, of all, yeah. uh, since that. Everyone um, needs to take a listen to that because they just don't believe it. You guys. And I teach it in my classes for years. They just won't believe me. You guys, so. please watch The Social Dilemma on Netflix. Watch it. it Get is, scared. It shows you because it's like anything for free, you become the product, mm-hmm. and that's like their whole line is, and it's like they know how to command us, and they just—it's an algorithm that they is is like unique to you, and they know what what gets you. They we know, all knew we all knew this, but we they all know, know how they're listening to us, you, and they're sh- shooting ads at us, and yeah, we knew we knew. I this. know, I know, but still, when this. you see it like this, so we don't need a microchip because we're just holding the microchip in our hand all 100%. day long. So anyway, so I haven't been on Facebook a ton since. Not only did I see that, but since the debate, because I knew everyone was going to be a dumpster However, fire. However, I did see a funny meme that was like, hey, y'all, next debate's in the Chili's parking lot. <laughs> and it's just going to be a fist fight. I saw that. I saw that. It's so funny. Well, the debate was a catastrophe. It was disgusting. I, I watched mean, it was, 20 minutes of it. It was like kindergartners fighting on the playground. It was absolutely a complete complete embarrassment I mean you know and everyone's just cr- going crazy this year this did you see on Saturday Night Live last night where Jim Carrey was Biden and uh, no. Alec Baldwin was Baldwin was Trump and then they brought back Maya for um to be uh <laughs> Biden's the facilitator um, oh vice president yes Kamala yeah and uh, I'll have to go Google. Oh, it was so good. But it, I mean, and she came out and she was like, "This is why we need a woman president." <laughs> it's like that's exactly oh what I said. Oh my gosh, that's exactly what I said. Funny, but um, but yeah. And, and back to Facebook. I mean, the people that are like, uh, "If you believe this, then unfriend me." 
I'm not going to be your friend anymore. You know, like all that. It's like, you know, where did we get to the point? And I guess it is with Trump that we got to the point where people aren't allowed to have other opinions, other opinions from us. Right. People aren't allowed to believe in something different than us. And like we've said all along, hey, guys, you don't have to make them believe what you want to believe. Okay, they can believe what they want to believe. You can believe what you want to believe. That's why this country was built. Right. You just, I mean. America tips. America tips. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I just feel like we're stooping down to the level if if we're being nasty too and saying, you can't be my friend anymore if you don't think what I think. You know, I mean, I just think it's a little. That's what mom would say. Yeah, I know. Our mom is this way. Yeah, yeah, I know. and, And listen, I'm not saying I don't get where you're coming from i I do okay (laughs) i do but um you know it's just hard to watch it's just hard to watch it's all hard to watch yeah you know what else is hard to watch you know soaps (laughs) these days you know what soaps are doing because of covid have you heard no only you watch soaps no what bull family tell tell hockey my donkey bull honky my donkey um (laughs) you tell allison that you watch soaps too if you watch Young and the Restless, raise your hand. If you watch Pulled and the Beautiful, raise your hand. Honk your horn. I, I quit. Honk your horn. I quit watching Days long ago. I kind of want to watch it again, though, just because I want to see what's going on. But um, I turned to CBS quite some time ago. I think Betsy swayed me to go to CBS um, from NBC. But anywho. Why to move? Because of COVID, uh, they are making out with mannequins. And so they'll be like um, making out. Excuse me, and what? then they show this mannequin, like no. that they're making out with with a wig on, and no. they're they're like, mm, mm, no, because mm, no. you know there's always so much love making. Stop it on these soaps, you know. No, and Tracy, then, stop yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. You know Denise Richards is on freaking Bold and the Beautiful no. right now. You know from from Beverly Housewives, Desperate uh, Housewives of uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Denise Richards. Did you just have you a know, stroke? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and you know Denise Richards more from uh, Drafted Gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Amara can. Um, but she, you know, by the way, she posted it, a drop-dead gorgeous uh-huh. quote uh-huh. on 4th of July. Uh-huh. Um, but so I think she got her husband to stand in for her guy she was making out with during the COVID on her soap. Because she is on Bold and Beautiful, which is quite a step down, I believe. But it's regular work, and I get it. I mean, I get it. I get why she'd want to do a soap. It's kind of like the movie stars that are doing the Netflix shows or the sitcoms, you know, on TV. And you're kind of like, no, what about when you see... But then you're like, but this is great. Regular work. What about when you see, like, a famous actor who's on a commercial? And you're like, darn it. Like what? I can't think of any of those right now. I always kind of felt like that about QVC. Like, when Rena was hawking her wares on QVC. But then I'm like, dude, that's where they make billions. They actually celebrate when they get asked to be on QVC. Oh, QVC. Like Shannon Bedore with her meals after she gained 40 pounds. And she had those meals, the meals. Oh, And she QVC. was hawking her meals on uh, QVC. QVC is where it's at, man. Dude, you've, you've, I've actually made it if you get on QVC. You've yeah. actually made it. Like that dress that um, one of those housewives had a dress that you could wear a hundred ways. Oh. <laughs> oh. And you know, uh, uh, what's her name? Oh my gosh, Ramona and... Uh, <sighs> I'm having a brain cloud right Tracy. now. Um, <laughs> Tracy, knock it and off. And you can't help me because you don't watch any of this no. stuff because you're a nerd. No. Um, Speaking right. of nerds, I am reading a great book. Oh. Why you're, why you nerd alert. <laughs> nerd tips. Nerd tips. Um, while you're pulling yourself together from all of your exciting drama shows, yes. um, I am reading The Giver of Stars by Jojo Moyes. 
Oh. And I'm, I'm just freshly in, but boy, am I having a ball. Okay. It's been a couple months since I've been able to read something besides my Bible, but I'm uh, venturing into a little nonfiction. Thank goodness, Historical Allison. fiction, and it's about, you know what Of course, it's historical fiction. Where are you now? You, you've gotten Jason, out of France? I am not in occupied gotten France. Gotten out of occupied France? Where are uh, you now? Uh, au revoir, Francaise. Uh, au revoir, Pee-wee. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am in the mountains of Kentucky. Oh, and quite a change. I thought for sure you were going to say Auschwitz. Well, I will say there is you a... And Andrea, you, know right? quite, quite, you and Andrea frequent Bergen-Belsen and Auschwitz. My dream trip. Yeah. It's my dream vacation. You, you frequent the books, all the books you read. Standing which, by the way, what's that great book, The Winemaker's Wife? I haven't read it yet. That I just read? You read that book right now. I gave it to you. Well, you told me that it wasn't Sherry good for P. me right then. Well, now it's good for you. Now you can handle it. Okay. Um, It's great, but well, it's about... I will tell you, uh, my dream trip is standing in Anne Frank's apartment. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which one? The real apartment or upstairs? The upstairs. The upstairs loft? Yeah. Uh, I want to see where her and Kitty hung out. Oh, Kitty. Uh, Yeah. I want to see where she had her first kiss with uh, with Pita. And Meep. 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 Meep would bring all the goodies. Meep. Meep. So, I will say, an English girl, she brought me over to the Kentucky uh, mountains. What's a good English girl doing in a place like Kentucky? She got plucked up from a Kentucky boy to marry an Aye. English bride. Aye. And so he brought her over. So I feel like that was my trip. I went on the boat with them okay. from England. Yeah, he sailed over. Uh-huh. I sailed right over. Sailed the and seas. And so uh, we're in Kentucky now. All right. And it is like, uh, it's kind of cool, Tracy, because you know I love uh, women's lib and uh, oh. girl power. Mm-hmm. But uh, these, I am woman. Hear me roar. These four ladies, I'm not going to spoil anything by telling you, telling you this because it happens in the first couple chap- pages. Is they are forming the first like traveling library, mm. and so these women are on like horseback and they travel in, uh, amidst the countryside, giving books out to people. To okay, help. because it was under Eleanor Roosevelt that she and I'm, I'm sure this is all true. I gotta look it up. Don't quote me on it, guys. I haven't done my research yet. What mm. I like to do is read the whole thing, then go, go down, down the rabbit hole, the rabbit hole mm-hmm. for days and days mm-hmm. and days mm-hmm. and days, and then um. So it says under Eleanor Roosevelt, like, by helping people learn to read, well, obviously further education and further development, further growth. Smart lady, that one. She was in the Junior League. Oh, of course. Um, So these women brought reading out to the countryside, all these people, and it was, it's kind of like shows how people were, you know, very resistant to it and how, and then once they start to read, it changes people. Mm. It lets you escape to a land that was unknown to you before. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So It's anyway. like the never-ending story. <laughs> the never-ending story. That flying dog used to scare the hell out of me. Uh, what was his name? I don't know. Yeah, you do. Um, it was like Jamiroquai or something no. like that. Come on. No. What was his name? Anyway, so the giver of the stars Par- is... Farcor. Farcor. Freaking Farcor. <laughs> Y'all, I don't have a brain cloud. Farcor. <laughs> I don't have a brain cloud. I just have information like that in my head. And also, it was Sonia. Sonia from Real Housewives of NYC. Okay? Um, Sonia. I remember it. The giver of stars, Soulfire, gets a two thumbs up. Awesome. Allison, did you hear about Rick Moranis? He got sucker punched. He got punched out of nowhere for no reason. I you don't touch Rick Moranis. I hear there's a remake of He's the, a national uh, treasure. I hear there's a remake coming of the uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh! I did. Well, halla freaking luya. Right in time for the uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure remake. remake. Mm-hmm. And, or, you, some, you, didn't Nancy Cowan say, it's a trilogy. Oh, yeah. Because keep saying triplet. 
<laughs> Thanks, Nancy. Thanks, Nance. You're, you're, she's our best friend. She, she's our number one fan. She texts us after she listens all the time and says how much she enjoys it. We love that. We love that. Um, but I feel so banned for um, Rick Moranis. You guys, he got sucker punched walking down the street in New York City for no reason. And they have the guy on tape. So look up the tape. And if you live in, in, in NYC, see if you know where the, who that guy is and turn him in. Turn him in. So sad. Turn he went to the hospital and he's okay, but still. Um, also, by the way, when you were speaking about therapy, I was trying to find this and I couldn't find it, but now I found it. Michael Phelps is doing a commercial now about therapy. And I love this, that people are like, we, we talk about therapy quite a bit on our podcast and how, you know, it shouldn't be, you shouldn't be ashamed to get help. And a lot of husbands and men. When are, are you going to go? Very, um, I've been many times, but we are also going to, we're, yes. Do it. We're going to go. Do it. I um, challenge you. Yeah. She and, said it, guys. Live here. And so I've been to therapy. Don't act like I've never been to therapy. No, but I think you're going to love it. I have a degree it. in psychology. I, I believe in therapy. I love it. Um, so anyway, uh, Michael Phelps is really normalizing therapy because, you know, a lot of men are very, are still in this day and age, very, um, you know, they either don't believe in it or they're too ashamed to go or they think they don't need help or, you know, and Joe's, all, Joe's gone to therapy for his whole life. So he's a firm believer in it. But, um, but anyway, I just thought it was cool that Michael Phelps is doing, it's, he's doing a commercial for Talkspace.com. And I just think that, like, the more we can take the shame out of getting help and, you know, oh, yeah. bettering yourself in that way, um, the better. Because, guys, um, especially right now and during this pandemic, and as we've seen with our oldest sister, you know, mental illness, mental health is on the decline. Suicide rates are through the roof right now. Mm. So if you need help and if you're, if you are, you know, if you are suffering and if you are struggling – you know, we've mentioned lots lots of places for you to go and, and get guess some what? help. And it, it will Guys, do wonders. I'm going to tell you this again. <laughs> and I want you to listen here. Okay. Okay? Focus on this. If you are telling yourself a bunch of lies, cut it out. That narrative that you've got in your head that you're not good enough or you didn't do it right or you should have, should have, what a law. You are doing your best. Or if you have anxiety, lots of people are running around with anxiety right now. Talk therapy can help. A lot of they, they say the most the most um, successful treatment for ADHD is a combination of drugs and talk therapy, behavioral therapy. Okay, that's the most successful that you can get with that. You know, a combination of both. Um, so guess what of, else I'm watching? Wait, speaking of Michael Phelps, I just wanted to say oh. he has a killer HBO documentary called. Weight of gold. Well, speaking of ADHD, the only it's reason awesome. he got into swimming was because his mother, he had ADHD, and his mother was pulling her hair out and didn't know what the hell else to do with him, and she was like, get out of here, and put him in swimming, and he, you know, they, they tend to hyper-focus, and Look he at that hyper-focus black line. on that black line, mm-hmm. and get all his energy out, and swim his little face off, and look at him now, you know? Is so Oliver still quitting in practice? The, no, I went and sat there. I went <laughs> and sat there, sat there the whole practice. I also told the coach, hey, don't let him take the breaks. And then I just was really, I sat there and I was like, good job, you're doing it. And kept giving him thumbs up and just encouraged him. And um, he did great. He never stopped once. He did great. So uh, um, I guess I'm just going to have to sit there now. But the, um, the way to go I think he is- just needed a little, I mean, it was hard. I mean, they do make him, they do do a lot. And again, he's with 12-year-olds. It's cuckoo. But I was going to tell you one more thing. Um, did you see, have you seen Monday Night Football Megacast? No. Do you know what that is? No. It's about time, people. Megacast, Monday Night Football Megacast. It is where it's football on TV, but then for people like me, they have celebrities that come on 
and they like you know chat about football but then they also kind of shoot the shoot the shit with them you know a little bit and they chat with these celebrities so like last last monday night they had you on, and joe um, got to watch it he watched yes, the football yes, and you watched win, the entertainment yeah it's like when we watch 30 for 30 and i'm like this is lifetime for men that's all this is is lifetime for men so um yes the football mega cast they had on like i think they're gonna have brad pitt and um, they had Kenny Chesney on last Monday. It, it, I mean, what a brilliant idea. Uh-huh. Okay, it's about time. So it's awesome. And there's that. And then another thing um, that's on, have you seen that um, on IDHD? I just got it back. Great. I got all my cable channels back. Great. And they have a Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. I think I saw that. They have a whole new, they have two new shows. And it comes out every week. And it's basically just kind of talking about his life. And you know, he's, he used to be a police chief. Before he went into all this tiger business and oh, all this stuff. And he had a really hard life. Oh, I know. He had a really hard life. And I mean, and I actually don't think he did it. And I actually think Baskin did it. And it's the first one went all through, like, the death of Carol Baskin's ex-husband. Mm-hmm. Y'all. It, it, it's on demand. You can watch it. IDHD. Joe Exotic. Before he was king. And then there's another one. Um, but it is real good. And it takes you through the entire you know, disappearance of her ex-husband. Let me tell you something. It is fishy. I can't believe they didn't investigate more and find that guy when this actually happened because it was very solvable, it seems. Solvable. And they're working on it. And they're working to free Joe Exotic because oh. they're going to prove that, that Baskin actually did it. And I think, God, I think she did. Ah. Um, so that's another thing that you can be watching. And and I, I found one more thing just to close it up because we got to run. But um, there's a, did you, have, you know who I'm following on Instagram these days? Who? There's a, a, a page called Six Sisters. Oh. And Allison, they look just like us. Six no. Sisters on Insta. And they have a sister come on each week and do a recipe, cook a recipe. Oh. Each one of the sisters comes on. What a hoot. And they, they posted a family picture the other day, and I was like, oh, and I actually commented. I was like, this looks exactly like my family. Um, but they're so, they're all so cute. What a hoot. And they have great recipes and just, you know, all kinds of stuff. It's a great page. Oh, great. Yeah, hit them a follow. Um, And then I'll end on this. I just saw recently, oh, it was in my devotional. Um. And it was about a way, like, if you're wanting to build virtue and faith in your children, um, you know, you can come up with an idea for someone to do a random act of kindness, especially for kids like our kids' age. And, like, they love getting into, like, to be secretive, like, kind of like a secret Santa. That's like the basket, the the manger thing we got for Christmas, yeah. where they take a piece of hay and they so have to if, do a nice thing. if you know of a family that's in need, you can kind of, like, do, like, a ding-dong ditch, you know, and, like, the kids will really love it and they'll be really excited about helping someone. Yes. So, I love that idea. should always be a part of it. And our mom, last thing, um, another little Halloween tip, fall tip, um, is mom sent us from her work this, you get a pumpkin and you write things that you're thankful for, like each day throughout October or November if you want to. And so you you end up with all these things that you you and your kids and your husband like you think of something maybe every day or you know a couple I love times a week that. and you write it on the pumpkin and so you write it all going around and around and around the pumpkin and then you have just this cute pumpkin like you've written in a black sharpie all the things you're thankful for and so it's you know we always like to work on gratitude around our house gratefulness gratitude being thankful for what we have not wanting more all the time. And um, so I just love think this that. is a great way, yeah, great mindfulness activity yeah. and a great way to be grateful and, 
you know, for what we have every day. And, yeah, you know, it's great. Just kind of for our kids and for yourself. It doesn't have, you don't have to have kids to do it. Well, guys, hang in there, as always, and email us and let us know what we can help you with. And you can email us at welcometothefam at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Welcome to the Fam Podcast. Podcast. Did I say that? Welcome, Welcome to the, the Fam, fam podcast. podcast at gmail.com. Sorry, everyone. Yes. Um, but yeah, we'd love to hear from you. And some good recipes today for we this did. rainy fall day. We did. I love this weather. Oh, sweater weather. Loving this weather. Water weather. Um, all right, guys. Well, have a good week and keep us posted on y'all. Thank you so much for everything. We love you. Love you, fam. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye. And Lord, help the mister who comes between me and my sister. And Lord, help the sister who comes between me and my man. Just kidding. You can have my man. <laughs>